I want to look at a passage of scripture today. And um, um, if you have your Bibles, Amen. I want to go to a Psalm today, and I hope y'all brought y'all shouting shoes today, because uh, and your Amens and all of that, Amen. Uh, let's go to Psalm thirty-four, Amen. If you'd stand for the reading of God's Word, wherever you are, Amen. Uh, would you stand for the reading of God's word? This one will bless you right here. David says, I will bless the Lord at all times. It's been ringing in my soul all weekend. I will bless the Lord at all times. When? Not sometimes. Not part time. But all the time. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. You know, if you keep spewing out negativity, it's hard to bless the Lord at the same time. He says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul will make its boast in the Lord. The humble will hear it and rejoice. Verse 3. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and come. And come, let us exalt his name together. I want to talk about this morning craving a connection. Craving a connection. It's been seven weeks since we've been here together. Worshipping freely. Experiencing the very presence of God. Right before the pandemic, I was in a series entitled, Experiencing God. Did not know that before the series ended, we would be in a situation where we would have to think about how to experience God. I told you in that series that God is spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. I told you that in order to experience God we need to practice holiness. Never in my wildest imagination would I have thought that we would have to connect via the internet. That we would have to live stream to connect with God's people. Never thought. It's been seven weeks. And saints... Please excuse me for what I'm about to say, but like a crackhead, without crack, I'm craving a connection with God. Are you with me? And even though I can connect at home, and even though I can connect, amen, in my prayer closet, and even though I can connect privately, and I can connect with, with my family, there's nothing like. Connection. There's nothing like connecting corporately. Amen. And there's nothing like a connection with God 
How can we maintain our connection in a time like this? Well, the psalmist helps us. And I have a few suggestions that may help us with our craving today. We may not have thought about this before COVID-19. You see, being in God's presence can become so secondhand. It could become so second nature that we, we, we just were not, we, we become immune to it. I've seen people come to church over the years. 15 years have been pastoring this church. And in 15 years, I've watched people go from high to low, from low to high, from medium to move it out. Amen. But there's nothing like watching a person being transformed by being in the presence of God. Do I have anybody? The weekly connections keep you growing. I just want to help you to, to let you know why we need the connection. Because Bible study helps you to get stronger. Amen. While worship helps you to respond to what you learned. Are you with me? Preaching and teaching is two different things. And what I found out, saints, the weekly connections were necessary because if God did not want us to meet all the time, if he did not want us to meet weekly, why did he establish the church? I don't know about you, but I'm craving a connection. I don't know about you, but I'm craving being in the presence of God's people. I walked around this building the other day and the reality hit me is when I went over to the classroom across the hallway and I opened the door and there was an airy feeling in there. It felt so empty. I walk into the sanctuary and I watch the chairs put up and I, I watch the cameras set up and I'm like, man, there's nothing like being in his presence. There's nothing like having human human connection, human contact, but also a supernatural contact. This quarantine and this pandemic has caused us, saints, maybe, amen, you're craving his presence or maybe not. But in this particular psalm, just like last week, we find that David is now quarantined. David, in this particular psalm, last week we saw that he caused the pandemic. Now we find that he's anointed king. Listen to this. He's anointed king. Amen. But he's anointed king, but not yet appointed as king. He didn't ask for it. God gave it to him. Are you with me? God, God had chosen him. Amen. And God now, amen, is David now is on the run. He's on the run from Saul. And not only is he on the run from Saul, but, 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 but he's in a situation where he had to go into the enemy's camp. Amen. To hide from Saul. Tell your neighbor, craving a connection. David had left the presence of God, anointed king, on the run. Now he goes into the enemy's camp and then someone said, now isn't this David? Someone recognized him. Let me help somebody. You can run, but you can't hide. 
You can try to pretend you're like the world, but you will stick out like a sore thumb. You see, when you've been in God's presence, and when you've had communion with Him, and when you have worship with other believers, amen, you and I will stick out because we know something that the world don't know. And saints, I don't know about you, but David didn't ask for what, what was dealt to him. But here he is, he runs out. He's, he's running, and in his running, he goes into the enemy's camp, and then Ishish, the king of Gath, watch this, saw him, and they were a little suspect about him, and David had to pretend that he was crazy. David had to act like a madman, amen, in order to get out of this situation he was in. And some of the times we got to act like we're crazy to get out of some difficult situations. Do I have somebody? David yet is craving a connection because, watch this, when he leaves here, here's the part that really gets me. When he leaves here, he runs, amen, and he escapes this place and he runs and he's in a He's in quarantine in a cave. Now, hold on a minute. You are anointed king. You are on the run from Saul. You have to act like you are crazy. And then you run into a cave to hide. Now watch this. It doesn't stop there. David now, watch this, is in a cave hiding. And while hiding in the cave, he ran into a group of men in the same cave. The Bible says, this is found in 1 Samuel 22 when you get a chance. Watch this. The Bible says that when he runs into the cave, everyone in that cave who was distressed... In debt, discontented, and depressed. Hold on a minute, hold on a minute, hold on a minute. You can understand why I'm craving God's connection because while on the run, you run into a whole lot of mess. And then you go from bad to worse. Some of us are, are in, in quarantine with some people who are in distress. They're discouraged. They're depressed. And guess what? It's overspilling on your spirit. They're affecting you because of what they're saying. They're talking crazy. They're acting crazy. Come on and help me somebody. Amen. And you're saying, where is God in all of this? Spouses can't get along in the same cave. Come on somebody. Amen. Children can't get along with their parents. Amen. Uh, uh, In-laws can't get along with, with outlaws and, 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 and all these other things happening. Amen. In the midst of this pandemic, why do you think the domestic violence rate has went up? Because you didn't realize you were in the cave with some crazy people. Are you with me? Now watch this. What do you do? See, what I found out is that before all of this, we were running from the real problem. 
Watch this. We were not taking care of the problem at home. And the problem at home was the problem that we were running from. But I stopped by to tell you, this pandemic, there's some good that will come out of this. That you got to face those in the cave with you. That you can't run from your issues forever. Either you're going to sit down and deal with it. You're going to work it through. And then you're going to come out better. Are you with me? David. It's interesting to me, saints, that here's a man, he's quarantined, he's in a pandemic, amen, but he gives us a formula. David was pretending his madness, he's a fugitive, but here we find that it was written in a quarantine. Remember, last week it was written in the pandemic. Now he's writing from a quarantine position. And watch this, watch this, watch the text. The text says, the text says this, and, and let, me say, let me tell you what we can learn. Let me tell you what we can learn from David. We can learn that, that, watch this, that even though he had problems, even though he had pain, even though he had ran into a group of men who were worse off than him, amen, we find out that there's still hope in the midst of a pandemic. Tell your neighbor, craving a connection. So now that you have the historical background, the question is, amen, how do you make it? How do you stay connected? How do you connect in a time like this? It's not through the internet. It's not through Facebook. As a matter of fact, some of us are spending more time on social media than in the scriptures. Some of us are feeding into, come on and help me somebody, into all that bad news. But I want to help you with your craving this morning. Because what you're really craving, or as believers, I don't know about you, but I know, but I know I can say about me, I'm craving a connection. So how do you, how do you, how do you, how do you, how do you do it? How do you make it through till you come back? Watch the text. The text says, I will bless the Lord. Huh? At all times. That word, that word bless. The word means to Barak. And, and that word has, has an idea. Uh, m- m- there, there are a lot of words for worship. There's a lot of words for praise. But, but this, this word has the idea to kneel. Uh, to, to kneel. To bless God. To boast about God. Amen. To think about what he's done or in other words to get low enough to kneel come on somebody because in order to connect with him amen you have to reflect about him I wish I had somebody Uh, David said uh, there's no time limit on this thing but But I want to show you something. He says, I will bless the Lord at all times. And so oftentimes we're we're looking at our situation where we are. 
And, and we're tr- we, we want it to get better, but we're waiting till it gets better before we do something. But David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. And so if I were to say, if I were to give you something, how do you, how do you stay connected? First thing is, I would say, is this. That you focus on the Lord and not on your isolation. See, a lot of us are focusing on what we can't do. (laughs) But you can bless the Lord. The one thing that the devil can't take from you. Hallelujah. Is how much and how often you can bless him. There's no limit. Come on and help me somebody. On blessing him. Your response and your answer should always be, Lord, I'm going to bless you. Listen, listen, not some of the times, but all the times. David was not in the best place, but he knew that if he focused on his isolation, come on somebody, if he focused on his situation, if he focused on the problem, amen, the problem would be magnified. And so rather than magnifying his isolation, He decided to bless the Lord. Do I have anybody here this morning who want to bless the Lord with me? Right now is the appropriate time. Right now is the time to kneel before God. To to bless his holy name. To say, God, thank you. I don't know what you're doing. As a matter of fact, listen, I don't know what you're doing, but I know you're up to something. And given my context, come on somebody, I'm going to bless him at all times. Stop focusing on the wrong things. Stop focusing on what you can't. You know why everybody's marching and trying to, trying to get the government open right now and all this other stuff? Because their focus is on the isolation and not on the Lord. Are you with me? Watch this. Watch what he says. He says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise. Huh? Shall continually be. In my. Now. This word. Barak means to kneel. Amen. To bless. But the word for praise. It's derived from the word. Hallelujah. Uh oh. It's where you get the word hallelujah. He says his praise all times continually. Hold on a minute. All times means there's no limit. Continually has the idea that there's, it's an ongoing action. It is repeated over. I'm in this cave. I'm with these people. They talking crazy. Where are we going? How are we going to pay the rent? <laughs> End of the month is here. What are we going to do? Amen. This is happening. That listen, depressed people, <laughs> people who are down, people who are who people who are who can't get the big picture here. David said, "You know what? Not only I'm not I'm not, I'm not going to focus." On my isolation. Watch this. The word Hallelujah. Watch this. It, it comes from a word 
Watch this. Watch this. English word that means genuine appreciation. It, it is used for adoration and thanksgiving. If you wanna, if you wanna get through this, you gotta be thankful for where you are. Thank God that we're still alive. But thank God that even after seven weeks, we are, we are still safe from this pandemic. I will bless the Lord. I'm not going to focus on my isolation. At all times. His praise shall continually be. You ready for this point? Here's the next thing you got to do. Why you're craving a connection. Ready? Focus on your self-talk. We're talking negative and we ain't praising. We're waiting for the choir when we should be praising. When we should be giving thanks. It's easy to forget and feel down and dismayed, especially in quarantine in the cave. Watch this. The cave was a dark place. The cave was a dry place. The cave was a place where nobody wanted to be, but it was a place of safety. I understand when we went into lockdown that your cave must have been a mess. But God says, I want to fix it. So the only way to fix it is to slow you. How long you said you were going to do such and such? And so and so and such and such at home. Amen. When was the last time you said, I'm going to work on my relationship? Come on, help me. I'm going to work on my, come on, my parenting. I'm going to work on my, my, my marriage. I'm going to work on my, my relationship with the people in the house. And God says, now you ain't got no choice but to do it. But I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall, so my self-talk is, this ain't going to get no better. We always going to be like this. I'm tired. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick. No, you were sick and tired of being sick and tired before that. It just came to light. But your self-talk is what's causing the connection problem. And what we have to do, saints, is ask the Lord, Lord, please help me with my self-talk. Because I'm craving that connection. Listen to this. The obstacles that you're facing now, you can see from the past. Watch this. They were already there. But what you have to do, saints, you have to make sure your praise is consistent. Just like your self-talk has to be different. Are you with me? God is saying to us that we have to be careful. That we're not just talking crazy. But we're praising him. Praise is how you get through this. Praise is how you get through this. But through your praise, you can't praise one day and talk crazy the next. David said, I'm in this situation, but my focus is the Lord. I'm in this quarantine situation, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fall, I'm not gonna fold, but I'm gonna trust God. But watch this though, you gotta check this out. Watch what he says next. You ready for this? This is gonna bless you. Verse two, verse two. He says, My soul, how do you keep praising God? 
When everything in your life seems like it's falling apart. Your self-talk. Your focus. And if it ain't the isolation, it's something. And watch this. And that something is what's causing a disconnection from your connection. And now you're craving a connection. Don't ask me to re-say that because I don't know what I just said. Watch this. Next point. He says, watch this. He says, my soul will make its boast in the Lord. Watch what he says. The humble will hear it and rejoice. So David said, while I'm in the cave with these crazy people, (laughs) not only am I going to praise God, but he says his soul That word soul means your inner being. But here's what it also means. You ready for this? His thoughts and his emotions. So the next thing you got to focus on is focus on your thoughts and your emotion. Because maybe it's your emotion that's tricking you into believing that God has left you in this cave. David says, my soul will make its boast. How do you how do you maintain happiness in 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 a in a in a in a quarantine situation? And and watch it and not only that, but you're you're a fugitive. Amen. And while craving this connection, I gotta realize I gotta focus on this, but I gotta focus on my emotions. Because my emotions can cause me to forget That God has been good. And not only that. But he says. But the humble. Will hear. What are people hearing in your house? And are they rejoicing because you're there? Because if they're not rejoicing. Then something is. Something is definitely wrong. With you. (laughs) Amen. I couldn't say it any better than that. Amen. Something be wrong with you. And and listen, and listen. He says, my soul makes its boast in the Lord. David's focus was not on the cave. It wasn't on the situation. It was on the Lord, saints. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. The same word for Hallelujah is the same word for boast. And, and, And I thank God that I can boast. About his goodness. I can brag. About what he has done for me. But can I tell you something. My boast is not about me. My boast is about him. And that the people around me. He says the humble will hear it. And what will they do. What will they do y'all. They will rejoice. So in other words. My boasting on God. my, My thoughts and my emotions. Come on somebody. Will cause somebody else around me. To say while 53,000 people are dead, the believers of Jesus Christ, come on somebody, amen. There's a time for rejoicing and now is the time. If any time we should be rejoicing, it should be in a time like this. Why? Because God has been good to us. The humble will hear it and rejoice. Oh, magnify. Come on, come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. I couldn't wait. 
He says, oh, magnify the Lord with me. Oh, magnify. Now that he got their attention. Now he got the attention of the humble. <laughs> he got the attention of the depressed, the distressed, and the, dis the disfranchised, disenfranchised people. Amen. He got their attention. He says, oh, magnify. That word megas, it means to make God big. You can't make God anything, but you can magnify him. I wish I had somebody. You can praise him right where you are right now. You can tell somebody next to you, listen, we need to stop all this new nonsense. Amen. And start praising God for who he is. Because guess what? He has brought us. From a mighty long way. Don't you get it twisted. We are in this thing together. Come on somebody. And we're going to make it through this. But we can't make this, make it through this by arguing, fussing and fighting. We got to magnify the Lord. So not only do I have to focus on my self-talk. Not only do I have to focus on my thoughts and emotion. But lastly, I got to focus on the day. We could come back to worship him together. Because that day is coming. I wish I had somebody. And while I don't have the timeline, God has the timeline. And that keeps me going to understand that I may be down right now. That weeping may endure for a night. But joy is going to come. Why? Because he says, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us, he moved from private praise to let us to corporate praise. He knew that one day he wouldn't be running forever. David understood that he wasn't going to run forever. We wasn't going to always be like this. But while in the cave, his testimony was, listen, y'all, one day we're going to come back and we're going to worship the God that kept us. He says, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. David made a call to the congregation to join him. In praising God. What's the solution. To a connection. <laughs> if you're craving a connection. The solution is. Come on let's praise them together. Praise them. Right now where you are. Praise them for who he is. Praise them for what he's done. But you got to focus. In a time like this. Don't lose focus in the midst of this because we can lose our witness in the midst of this. Some people are looking at us and saying, I ain't going back to church. You know why? Because if you act like that and you've been in church, then why would I even want to go back to church? So you can change that story and say, oh, magnify the Lord with me. And come, let us exalt his name together. What you magnify can become your identity. What you magnify 
can become your God. And I stopped by to tell you today that you ought to keep praising Him in a time like this. I'm craving a connection. But the way we stay connected universally, corporately, let's magnify the name of the Lord. Let's worship and praise Him right where we are. For He's been good to us. He's been better to us than we've been to ourselves. I was down, and but now I'm up. The Lord has kept us in a time like this. You ought to praise Him with your neighbor. High five your neighbor and say, Neighbor, we're going to magnify the Lord together. We're going to worship Him together. Because right about now I'm craving a connection. When a woman is in labor, she's hurting in her situation. No one can no one really knows exactly how long the pain is gonna last. The husband is there holding her hand, wiping her forehead, and patting her on the back, and she's cussing him out. I mean, saying things to him that calling him out his name and Amen. That's all he can do. He's limited. Holding her hand doesn't change the pain. He's just there to comfort her. God is birthing something in your life. Amen. And He wants the believers to be comforted. And He wants us to comfort one another to know we got to go through this burden process. We got to come through the pain. And when we come through the pain, we're going to bring forth something great. Praise Him through your pain. Worship Him where you are. Tell them, thank you for what you've done. You've been better to me than you than I've been to myself. And I'm grateful. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And come, let us exalt. Let us hallelujah him. Let us say hallelujah to his holy name let us say thank you Jesus for all you've done for me let us say thank you thank you for bringing me through thank you for bringing me through thank you Lord I was lost but now I'm found thank you Jesus for healing my body thank you Lord for giving me back my right mind Thank you, Jesus, that you didn't give up on me. Thank you that I got a connection with you. And all I got to do is magnify your name and worship you and praise you. Listen, stop magnifying the issues and magnify the Lord who is with you. David was not alone in this cave. Along with the disgruntled people. God was there with him. And what a mindset. What a, what a, what a look. That I can, we can go back centuries behind us. Read a scripture. Of where they were. And bring it to today and say. Oh, is this how you make it out? Yes. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And come, 
Come, come, focus on that day. Focus, prepare for that day. Prepare, it's called the Aliyah. It's the coming back home. It is the great coming back home. The Hebrew word for coming back home. Come, let us worship Him together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to His holy name. Hallelujah to His holy name. Glory to His name. Glory, glory to His name, saints. Glory, glory to His name. Glory to His name. Now, now listen. David started off with praise. You know, the Psalms are like that. He started off with the praise, and then he explained what happened after that. Because, because, and I'm going to deal with this next week. He, he says, he says, I sought the Lord. Yeah, verse 4. And he answered me. I'm going to deal with that next week. Where did David seek the Lord? In the cave. What are you seeking? What are you magnifying? What are you exalting? What are you praising? You're craving a connection. But you're magnifying all the wrong things. So I encourage you. To keep worshiping and praising him. It's different. But you can do it at any time. He says at all times. I'll bless the Lord. And continually. So stop putting a time limit. Stop putting yourself in this time restraint. Of how and when and how long you're going to praise him. And praise him at all times. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. For the great things. That he has done for us. Amen.